Well, welcome everybody back uh, to the Crackcast. Welcome to the fire pit. <laughs> Come in close, grab a beer. I hope you enjoy yourself. Get warm. Get toasty inside as well. I myself am having a Southeast IPA from Tailgate Brewery. Sounds great. I'm not much of an IPA guy, but it sounds good. I'm uh, sticking with my good old standby of the Guinness Extra Stout. Nice. Very nice. Very nice, sir. That's That sounds like it'll be a wonderful drink for the evening. It's going down so far real well. Well, uh, hell, yeah, that's all, and that's all that really matters. So, here we are, this is episode five. Wow, five episodes, sir. Five episodes. Oh, you getting tired of me yet? No, and even <laughs> after the huge disagreement we got into after the last one, we're still back at it. Yes, exactly. And you know, you know what, actually, that's exactly where I really wanted to start off with. Okay. Um. So, for one... My apologies. Even though I really don't need to apologize, it's still my apologies. Uh, I had I had been a few drinks in, <laughs> and we're not going to blame it on that though. I, as we've said before, I do have kind of a um, argumentative side, mm-hmm. and to everything that you were saying, you are very right. You are very correct. In everything that you've said and that you did say about in, in terms of like the AR with the 223556, you're very right. And um, it's just to me, I just wanted to kind of try and help show that there's other options in there. Yes, they're not going to do exactly everything that the AR does. Don't get me wrong. Okay. They're not going to do everything. They're no, not going to do not. it. They're not. They're not. No, and if you were looking at you only get to take one firearm, you're absolutely correct. You want to have a rifle and a sidearm that take the same magazine, and I can completely get behind that. It's the same ammunition. It's the same magazine. If you're carrying a Glock pistol, you want something that runs on the same magazine. It makes a lot of sense. For me, it doesn't make a lot of sense because... Well, you already have everything. (laughs) I already have everything. Well, uh, but, uh, and, and also, I, I think, um, you know, it, it, right now it's been a little while since we did that. Um, mm-hmm. I think part of my mindset was also, listen, everybody gets thrown, hey, here's your sidearm, here's your main gun. And the main gun is generally always an AR mm-hmm. or an AK, you know, very, it's not as much AK, but... Um, you know, a lot of people get thrown into that, you know, Hey, this is what you need. This is what you need to get. Oh, I will never tell somebody that this is what you need to get. I will say, this is what works for me. This is what I carry. Yeah. This is what I would suggest doing. But the caveat that always goes behind it is you do you boo. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And as I, you know, and, and with that, I was trying to give at least some other options. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was the big thing for me is like, hey, what 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 do you want to do? Do you want to carry to? Do you want to carry an and like let's say in the in a shit hits the fan situation? Mm-hmm. 
Um, do you want to try and find two different kinds of ammunition? And I can also see how, how, see how that could be helpful in ways mm-hmm. in terms of, well, one way, one side is probably going to end up running low, but we also don't know which side would run low first. Well, if you've been to any store here lately within the past couple of weeks, I can tell you that the answer to that is everything is running low. Well, Although I'm hearing that things are getting restocked. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Everything's getting restocked. I'm saying in terms of shit hits the fan. Everything's closed. Mm-hmm. Right? We are in, end, well, quote unquote, end times. So you don't have stores. There's nothing in a store. Everything's been ransacked, bought out, whatever, what have you. So your next is you are roaming houses trying to find supplies, this and that. My question, you know, and, and this and this is a very subjective question, of course. Mm-hmm. But you know, what are you going to find more of? Are you going to find more of five, five, six, or two, two, three, or and or two, two, three? I should say. Or are you going to find more nine mil? It's really kind of a toss up. That's re- it. Really is because you'll have the guys who you'll have the ones that cuss nine that cuss nine millimeter. But guess what? They're going to have. They're going to have a two two three or a five five six. You'll have the guys that cuss the two two three and five five six. But guess what? They'll end up having three out uh, three out six. Thirty out six. <laughs> three oh eight. Maybe a nine mil. Forty five. Nineteen eleven. You know, a thirty thirty. I mean, I mean, there's any number of fuck. And you know what? Thirty thirty. By the way, just 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 a little caveat on this. Thirty thirty is a very underrated gun. It's extremely underrated. Um, about. I want to say about five years ago, it might have been longer than that. There used to be a TV show called The Best Defense, came on the Outdoor Network. There's Uh a trainer that I follow. His name is Rob Pincus. He actually went through a qualification course, I think you could call it. And he did it with a 30-30. And he said, if you had to shoot and you could only get one gun, and a lot of places are in... uh, NPEs, non-permissive environments, you may find that a 3030 actually checks all the boxes, i.e. you live in California. Yep. A 3030 is something you can actually own there. Well, a 3030 or a lever action rifle is a hell of a nice firearm and a 3030 does a wonderful job at 100 yards. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. I I can attest to that. I can attest to that. Yes, it's a little harder with iron sights to you know bear down mm-hmm. at 100 yards but it can't it's, easy. it's not only easily doable it's been done for years yeah i mean ask most people who have gone hunting what's the first gun that they've gone hunting with a 3030 usually probably a 3030 to take their first deer yep and if you can take it down a deer you can definitely take down a person exactly and they're smooth. Oh, and while we're talking about that, the ballistics on your nine millimeter at a hundred yes, yards. Uh, are you aware of the drop that you're going to have with it? I think it's something like a. Um, it's like a six to seven inch drop. Try twelve inches at a hundred yards. Oh, okay, okay. So just measure my dick. Okay. 
And that's why we have an explicit tag on this. That's exactly right. No, I mean, yes, you're going to have drop, uh, but no, no. Are they? Are was that out of the? Uh, was it? Uh, was it, that has a 17 inch barrel? I want to say 16, 16. 16 inch barrel. Was that out of a 16 inch barrel, or was that out of a uh, three and a half, four inch barrel? 16 inch barrel. You're looking at 959 feet per second, leaving the muzzle. No, that was at 100 yards, 959 uh, feet per second with 253 foot-pounds of energy when it hits a target at 100 yards. The 5.56 ballistics are... Oh, well, well it's going to be... I mean, you have you don't, you don't have zero drop. I, I mean, uh, three quarters well, of an inch. Yeah. Uh, it's going to have 2,561 uh, feet per second. With a grand total of 1,092 foot-pounds of energy at 100 yards, and that is shooting a 75-grain uh, Hornady bullet. Okay. Okay. But again, what is the cartridge's design? What was it designed to do? It's a defensive carbine at close range. <laughs> yes, it is. Bless you. Thank you, you have the you have the corona. I have I got the corona. Uh, no, I've got IPA. <coughs> Woo! I got IP I got IPA smell in the nostrils. What I got? Mm, nice. Ooh, it always does that to me. Ooh, especially with my allergies at this time of year. So, no, and you're right. It, you know, it, it it as a offensive weapon. Yes, by far. A uh, a five five six two two three is going to always be better, but it was designed to be better. Yes, it was designed to be better. A nine millimeter was designed to come out of a pistol. Yes, at close range. Yes, sir. And like I said, but different strokes, different folks. Um, the likely. You know, I was always looking at also. I was also looking at like the likelihood of how often are you looking at somebody from, you know, hundred yards out. Mm-hmm. You know, depending you know depending on where you're at, which when the shit hits the fan, kind of thing. Well, now let's go to the previous question. You're at a hundred yards. Are you going to bother to shoot, or are you just going to go away? I'd rather because try. At 100, I'd rather. I'd rather try and go away. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Is why would I stick out? And waste ammo. Or I could just leave. Yeah. I mean, this is the exact same thing. This is not a new thinking or anything like this. I actually got this from another class that I took. It's a pistol class, and it was uh, it was taught by Masada Ayub, and he carries what he calls throw down money, or bribe money. And he carries a $20 bill around a match, you know, a little pack of matches in his front pocket. And you get the guy who comes up to you and says, give me your money. Okay, well, I don't keep any money in my wallet. I keep my cash in my front pocket. Here you go. I'm going to give it to you. And you throw it on the ground behind him. Now, he's either going to pick the money up and he's going to run away. Well, guess what? 
I don't have to shoot anybody. I don't have to shut off my Facebook account. I don't have to get my lawyer involved. I don't have to do any of this. Yep. Over a $20 bill. Exactly. Now, when he goes to pick up the money and then turns around and says, now I want this. Okay, we've changed the rules. We've changed the dynamic. Now it's time we're going to have to go a different direction. Yep. And that that completely makes sense. I always like to carry... I don't care. I don't care if it's just like seven bucks in my pocket. Say, this is what I got. And you throw it. Done. Mm Mm-hmm. You get... And you just get the... You get the F out of the way. You know, even at close range. Get the fucking F out of the way. Avoidance of... uh, Of course, we know that... Everybody knows that one of my hobbies that I do, and not just shoot, I don't just, you know, uh, tinker around with guns. I don't just ride motorcycles. I also do martial arts because I hate going to the gym and I hate picking up heavy things and putting them down. It's dumb and I don't like doing it. It can be somebody else's thing. It's not my thing. Listen, I pick things up and I put them down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't do that. I like to go to martial arts and I like to, you know, punch people in the face. And that's how I get my exercise. Although I haven't been able to do that in a while. So that might explain why I'm getting kind of antsy around the house. Um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is the wife okay? Oh, yeah. She's fine. She'd, <laughs> knock, she'd knock my ass out. <laughs> she, does, she knows the same stuff I do. I made sure she of that. <laughs> you know, I, I just had to say it. <laughs> um, but but uh, you have you have the class that we go to, and we always say, "What's the best fight that you get into? The one you don't get into, exactly. the one that you can walk away from." I've reached a point in my life. I don't have anything to prove. I know that if me and X individual he wants to fight, guess what? This is not going to end well for you, dude. So I'm going to back away. Yep. You know what? You want to say I'm a fag? Guess what? I'm a fag. Does that make you feel better? Oh, I'm weak. Okay. I'm weak. I know for us. Actually, somebody, if somebody called me a fag, I'd be like, well, then come here, big boy. Let me show you something. <laughs> you better be careful playing gay chicken like that because one day somebody is going to call you on that. Oh, oh, well, guess what? <laughs> When they, when, as long when they, as they remember you're a top, right? Just, as long as they remember that they're they're allowing their nuts to be put in my hands. Oh, that's a nice one. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> I, that's going to stop a lot of people really quick. Yeah, it's it's the fight that you don't get into is one that you win because even if you don't get into, even if you even if you get into a fight and you win, okay, if I punch somebody, you still in lose. The, yeah. yeah. Not only are you physically tangling with someone, there's the possibility of you cutting your hands on their face and getting whatever infection that they might have. There is the possibility of broken bones because if you punch somebody in the head, you there's a good chance your you're going to yep. break your hand. Well, well, that's assuming that's assuming you don't know how to punch for the most well, part. Even even if you know how to punch, there's a there's a possibility. No, my first my first shot. I don't actually try to get somebody square in the head. You know what my very first shot is? Uh, probably kick him in the nuts. No, no, no. My very first shot, if I'm going to punch somebody in the face, is literally, I just want to swipe across their nose. 
Yeah, a, a nice a nice flat shot to the nose usually that yeah. that ends things real quick cuz Yeah, that's a lot of pain. Yeah, well Mike Tyson said it best. You know, everybody's got a plan for a fight until you get punched in the face. Yep. And especially the nose because as soon as that nose breaks, who that pain just ripples through your face and your and your head and your body. Mhm. But again, if you're somebody who carries a firearm, you don't want to do that because as much as this is unfair and as much as it comes into the whole thing of, well, he tried to attack me. Guess what? You're carrying a firearm. You're held to a higher standard than anybody else. Yes, you are. And it's easier to back away because now you don't have to worry about getting a lawyer and proving that you did everything that was right and all this other stuff when you can just go, you know what? You're right. I'm a bitch. Let me go ahead and back away from this. Yep. No, you're you're right. I'm just saying, in the instances that somebody's already swinging at you. Oh yeah, then uh, the best way to handle it is quickly, decisively, and without mercy. Yep, exactly. And I still try to stay away from the gun. I still try to stay away from the gun. I would rather, I would rather bust the living fuck out of someone's nose and watch them creep and cower at least for a few seconds and be like, I told you, now stay the fuck away. As, and as I back away, mind you, because mm-hmm. <laughs> you do not turn your back on to somebody that's already been fucking attacking you. Right on, man. You put your hand on your fucking gun and you start come, they start coming back at you. Guess what comes out? Mm-hmm. Because again, the paradigm has shifted. We have gone from, you know, a certain level of violence to a completely another one. Right. And of right. course, you it, can, go, it goes from saying you want something from me and you're going to try and take it from me to now you're completely fucking angry and you are in a completely different mindset. And you're probably actually started off in a completely different mindset, but we've now escalated to that in my in my defense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, totally works. So, so either way, um, so either way, my apologies to you, sir, for being a little bit offhand last week. It, you know what? I think we both had been drinking a little bit and it's all good, man, <laughs> because either I couldn't way. even, I couldn't even remember what was in my damn trauma kit that I keep on my ankle. <laughs> And I mean, it's stuff that I go, okay, it is Saturday. I need to open this up and go through everything and then repack it back into the ankle kit and put it back where it goes. Yeah. Well, either way, either way, just wanted to say my apologies on that. And, and I'm, cool, gl- I, I, and I'm glad that we had a uh, better conversation about this. Much better conversation. Oh, so much better. Uh, you know what? But at the same time, you know what? Every now and again. A little fun uh, argument, argumentative conversation is fun. Yeah, and it doesn't hurt anybody because as long as, you know, you realize that at the end of the day, you can go, huh, well, let me think about what he said. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> and yeah, uh, like I said, uh, uh, you know, I was also thinking more along my lines, not your mm-hmm. lines. 
and, and and everyone has their own line. I mean, there's so many damn different weapons out there and ways to go about things that you have to decide what's right for you. Exactly. So, so and the only I, thing I can say is, if you're gonna get one, go get some training. Oh, for certain. But anyway, so you were telling me, uh, our listeners don't know this. Why don't you tell me about your um, your new acquisition? Oh, oh, I, I that's right. I do have a new acquisition. So, um, as of this coming uh, weekend, I shall be the new owner of a 1993 Crossline. 196 BR. Now, some people will be scratching their heads saying, what is all this things that, what are all these things that you're saying? It's a boat. I got a boat. I got nice. a boat. Yeah, I got a boat. <laughs> so boats and hose. I got boats and hose, man. Boats and hose. Now, don't you ever call my wife a hoe? Um, Never. <laughs> I have to kick your ass. But, um, Basically, um, old boss of mine, her husband has had this boat for a number of years, and over the past three years, he has not gotten it on the water whatsoever. Okay. So, he kind of just want you know, and right now it's sitting in storage, and they just want to be rid of the storage costs and all that. Okay. So, originally, he was going to sell it to his brother because apparently his brother was interested and kind of really wanted it. Well, now, he doesn't want it. So, guess how much I uh, procured this uh, watercraft for, sir? Well, I have inside information, but I think you got an excellent deal. Why don't you tell our listeners how much you paid for it? Well, the excellent price that I paid for this was in this amount f-r-e-e that's a good price for a boat that's an amazing fucking price for a boat especially with the money pits that they are <laughs> i, I mean, know i've owned two of them yes they are money pits oh yeah but okay so <coughs> so this guy has not put the boat on the water for a, f- a few different reasons mm-hmm. um one reason is um, he had to rebuild the carbs. It wasn't running properly. So he rebuilt the carbs. Now he hasn't tuned it properly. Okay. So now, so one thing I have to do is tune it. That's fine. It's a carb. It's, it's not the most difficult thing in the world. Um, the uh, motor actuator, like the uh, the propeller actuator, lifts it up sets it down that's not good well he's got one he just hasn't put it on it so i'm getting that as well so i just got to throw that on there then the third thing is uh there's some rotted uh floorboards because it's got a wood floor okay so i just got to get some either one i'm going to decide either to um get some new it's most likely teak that they used and replace the boards or just replace the entire floor with something like it's a composite 
so that um, it just doesn't rot. Which I'm really heavily thinking about that. I'm really heavily thinking on a composite floor. That way I don't have to ever worry about that. Okay. But, um, yeah. So, apart from those three things, it's a free boat. And you know what the funniest question I've gotten twice out of this was? Hmm. What about a trailer? Well, I was going to assume that the trailer came with it, but <laughs> does it have a trailer? It does. It does. And I was like, wait, it's in storage. The thing's in storage on a trailer. Like, it doesn't have wheels that it just drives around on. Like, nobody's going to keep the trailer and say, nah, you got the boat. Fuck the trailer. Like, it's easy. Like, $2,000 trailer, blah, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. If you're getting rid of a boat, you're going to have the trailer that goes with it. Usually. Yeah, usually. Usually. I mean, for the most part... Unless it's like something like a bass boat or something like that, you know, then fuck, you could throw a you could throw a bass boat on a four by six, and who cares? Mm-hmm. But like with a fiberglass hull, no. It, 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 if if you're if you're docking it in the water, and you just sold your trailer just because you dock it in the water, and mm-hmm. that's your storage fees, I can see you not having a trailer. But I've said, but I've even said to people, like, no, no, no. This is in storage. On a trailer. Well, it's just in storage. Mm-hmm. They don't, you don't normally just store, I mean, unless you're like in Florida or something like that, there's not big boat storage places where you're just, where they have like the uh, forklifts to haul boats back into the water. Yeah, normally most boat places, unless it's high-end one, is not going to be doing that. No, no. And if they're going to do that, hell, they the, that kind of boat you're going to charge money for. Mm-hmm. Well, huh? free. <laughs> oh, two caveats that I right. fix it up. That I, so 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 the two caveats are one, I got to get it running properly. Oh, okay, whatever. If I'm going to have the boat, yes, that's what I'm going to do. Two, I have to invite him and his wife out. Well, that's oh, all no. fair. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Please, don't you dare befuddle me with your presence when you're already friends of mine. <laughs> that's That's pretty funny. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, cool. Yeah, so um, so I'll be storing it at my dad's house, which is going to be the biggest problem for me because my dad lives about 45 minutes away. Okay. <laughs> so if I'm planning to take it out for the weekend or something like that, I'm going to have to get it like the night before. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, take it back. And that is what it is. It is what it is. But um, his his payment, quote unquote payment, mm-hmm. for storing it is um, 
him and his wife get to take it out whenever they want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sweeten the deal for his wife that her uh, her sons could take the boat with their kids and their families. Hmm. I said, why the fuck not? You know, I mean, if it's going to get used, might as well fucking get use out of it. Right. Exactly. I mean, now you're doing kind of a timeshare thing. Now, the only problem with that is going to be uh, as long as everybody understands, hey, you need to take care of it. You need to do this. You need to do this. Oh, oh trust me. Oh, trust me. First time something bad happens and, and I'm, and I'm going to have some I'm going to have some rules. I'm going to I'm going to have some rules. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it's like, listen, I want you to have fun with your I want you to have fun with your family and stuff like that. I want you to enjoy yourselves. That's fine. You know, anytime I disembark from the water, unless it's like closer to the end of the season or something like that, it will have a full gas tank. I want it back with a full gas tank. You know, don't, don't do stupid shit. And if you break something that's not like i mean let's 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 face it something's going to break most likely like engine wise or something like that but like if you do some stupid shit hit some rocks blah 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 guess who's paying for the fix mhm you know that's on you so just got to be just got to be just got to be real about it and that's all yeah. and that's and i'm cool with that you know, and I'll even set out some dates that I'll just be like, "Listen, I'm going to be at this date, this date, this date for certain." I mean, it sounds like you got it set up, so so it'll be good. Sounds like it. Congratulations. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah, thank you, thank you for congratulating me on my money pit. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> Boats, the only hobby that's more expensive than firearms, and oh. even that one may be debatable. Oh, you know what? I don't care what it is. I love it how people say that boats are a money pit. Mm-hmm. Everything's a damn money pit. Yeah, think I'd, about. It. I'd go along with that. I mean, I've got you know five hundred bucks worth of sparring gear. Hey, how much money you got in motorcycles? I don't want to talk about that right now. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then you're talking about the upkeep of the motorcycles. Uh huh right your registrations and all that hey look um, if they would get that harley live wire down to about 20k i could probably get rid of three bikes in the uh garage by the way did you did, did you listen to last to the last loud pipes no it i don't think it's come out yet has it it, it is out is it i'll listen to it tomorrow <clears throat> so i rode the new live wire okay I want you to give everybody here because I've been talking electric probably since I started looking at the zero and the uh, SRF, the new one that came out. Yes. And I've been, I've been carrying a hard on for the electrics for a while, just because I looked at the stats and I looked at the specs on them and everything else. And I'm like, if they would just get the charge time down, I want you to tell everybody as someone who has ridden an electric, who is, not an electric guy, what you no. think about him. Um, can I clean my shorts again real quick? 
<laughs> so you need to be in your bunk. <laughs> hey, listen, that bike made me cream pretty much. I, I told you it was going to be freaking phenomenal, man. It was fucking fantastic. Uh-huh. It was fun. It was of everything. I, I, now, um, I will post at some point a video. I'm just. It's just completely unedited video of me riding the um, the 114 Fat Bob. Okay. And I giggled. I giggled with that bike. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that bike. The torque on it, everything about that bike was just so smooth and perfect for me. Now shift that over to the live wire. Uh huh. The live wire sits as a naked bike. Mm hmm. Because it's got rear sets with a straight handlebar, so you're sitting more upright with rear sets. Okay. You're you're talking to someone who rides an FJ09, so yeah, yep. I'm I gotcha. So, so pretty much exactly like that. Mm-hmm. Nimble as all fucking get out. Now, mind you, it's still a five. It's over five hundred pounds. Okay. Because I mean, that's a big battery. It yeah. It is a big battery. Um. But I rode that thing. The guy, and you can go back to loud pipes where I talked about it. Come out of come out of there like the very. I want to say like the first like five to 10, 15 seconds of riding, of being on it and gassing it or throttling it um, were the weirdest. You know, because you're wanting to shift, you're wanting to grab the clutch, you're wanting to, you know, you wanted to do all that. But I got over that very quickly. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we turned onto the road, the guy that was leading us he just gasses it i'm like oh thank you for that can of worms and i just fucking cranked it now mind you while i was sitting there waiting on it i'm going through the modes and i'm guessing they probably set it on rain mode (laughs) you know because they didn't want somebody like killing themselves on it or something Mm mm-hmm so I just went through, and I was like, no, you know what? I'm not going to do sport mode. I put it on road. Just regular road. So I put it on regular road mode. And holy fucking hell, that thing pulled like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Felt light. I I don't know of a bike that I've rode that felt lighter than that. That's pretty impressive for a 500-pound bike that feels light. Well, have you rode the Fat Bob yet? No. I uh, When the Fat Bob came out, I went down to the local Steelership, and I threw a leg over it. and uh, it's a, It feels light between your legs. Well, it, it feels light between my legs, but it feels cramped. I mean, I'm a, I'm a very large individual, and I don't much care for it because it feels so cramped. I think but you it need does, to. But it does feel very light. I think you need to actually ride it. To, okay. to appreciate it um, because when you start riding you're going to actually adjust your position on the bike because mm-hmm. I did as well you know every bike you know you have to figure out where your actual position should be on the bike when you when you sit on it on the floor 
Like, yeah, yeah, this out, this feels right. But you're going to actually change your position while you're riding it. Okay. I'm sure you did with the FJ. A mm, little bit. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a different. There's little shifts that can make a big difference. So, I encourage you go ahead ride that one the uh, the one fourteen. Okay. Fat Bob. And if you get a chance, oh my God! If you get a chance, ride the live wire. It's it's on my list of bikes to ride. There are three of them out there that I really want to throw a leg over, really bad, and it's just going to be finding them. And one of them is the Energica, uh, all that would electric be fun sport one. bike. Yep, that'd be fun. The other one is going to be the um, the Zero SRF which is the electric sport bike. And the third one is the live wire. The problem is that the local stewardship had one and they were not allowing test rides on it. So here's my deal. So um, I'm not sure how they did this, but I believe our local dealership bought one. They just said bought it outright. So they would have one as a demo for test rides. Yes. That's fantastic. Because how else do you fucking sell something that you can't ride? Well, it, this is talking to you, Power, spo- power Sports fucking places. Exa- I'm not going to get into all that because I know a little bit of the inside on that. And it has to do with insurance and all that other stuff. Yet, how does Harley get away with it all the time? Because they pay the insurances. Because you know what? When people buy their bikes, they buy a premium fucking bike. Exactly. It, yes, I, I'm. It, yeah, when, I when I say premium, and when I say premium, don't get me wrong, please. Um, it is a performance bike. It performs amazingly, doing what it's supposed to fucking do. It is not designed to be a cruiser. It's not designed for you to take it out and go 500 miles in a day. No, it's designed to ride around town really fast. Yes. And that's actually really fucking fun. <laughs> oh my god, it's so much fun. That's awesome. I loved that damn bike, and holy shit! Like, honestly, if I had that thirty thousand just to throw at it that day, that thirty thousand would have been gone, oh, and yeah. it would have been, a, and that bike would have been in my garage. Now, looking at it in terms of what I can actually afford and things like that, and is it going to be useful to me? No. You know, I I, I will hands down say no. It's not worth the price tag to me. Because you don't have that $30,000 disposable that you would be spending on it. Right. Now... Also, on top of that, like if I had, it, like if I didn't have to get rid of another bike to get it, mm-hmm. then there's also that possibility that I'd be like, okay, sure, I'll, I'll, you know, maybe not disposable, but you know, you know, off of payments, sure. You know, if I had another do all kind of bike, which is going to be happening soon, mm-hmm. <laughs> disposables. But either way, um, but no, yeah, it's like I want to. I want something that's going to do it all for me. 
mm-hmm. and it's really difficult. And that's why I want the AADV because it's gonna do a, it's gonna do everything for me. I but just, it's not gonna be, but it's not gonna be the fastest thing in the fucking block. That's no, okay. but it's not designed to be the fastest thing on the block. No, it's not. But it's, but it is also designed to be fun in the twisties. Yes, that's the cool thing about it. Well, you've everybody have well, you've heard it. I don't know about any of our listeners having heard it, but there is that whole thing of what would you rather do? Would you like to drive would you like to ride a fast bike slow? Because let's face it, you get some kind of high performance R one or a Busa or something like that, and now you're stuck with speed limits and all that other fun stuff. Where can you really get it and open it up? without the risk of getting massive tickets. Well, you really can't. Or is it well, more fun? On the track. On the track. On I mean, the track. You, can go to a tra- you can go to a track, but then think about all the extra money, <coughs> people, money that you have Rich. to spend to, to go. <laughs> I didn't say, whoa, whoa, <laughs> sir. <laughs> that, you have, that you have to spend to be on the track. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's, and then, then you're also thinking about your... You're limited to weather and everything like that as well. And pandemics and... Um... Yeah. So I'd rather, I mean, personally, I personally would rather have something I could just go around wherever and do anything. You want? Do you want to ride a fast bike slow or a slow bike fast? Do you want to get out and you want to zip around on an R1 that you kind of really need to watch your speed and you can't really push it as hard as you want? Or do you want to get like an R6 or in the case of what I've been looking at, maybe a Z125 or a Honda Cub or a Monkey and rip around on that like an a-hole? Um, I can say this. I honestly don't want a Z125. I don't want a Grom. I don't want a Monkey. I don't want any of those little fuckers. Oh, I want it just for parades. No. No, no. The only reason I want a 125 is because if I get uh, with our next house, if I can get enough land, and I'm talking, I want I want like 10 plus acres. Oh, well, to let you check the acreage. That's for sure. A little 125 well, dirt bike could let you zip around the fence line. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. What I want to do is I actually want to build myself a little dirt track and have people get 125s and let's have ourselves a little fucking race. Okay, that's it. I'm coming up. I'll leave the 125. <laughs> Let me know when this is happening. Give me a couple months so I can go find me a 125 dirt bike or a 250 or something like that to bring up there that I can just leave. <laughs> but that's what I'm talking about. Like, like, That's the only reason I would really want a 125. Mm-hmm. It's because I, I would want to just tear around on a little fucking track that I make or, you know, find a little dirt area outside that I could just tear around on and just, who cares, mm-hmm. you know? Because the chances of you hurting yourself too badly are very slim. I mean, yeah, there's very good chances you could do a lot of other bad things, but I just want to have, you know, I just want to have people over and just be like, let's fucking race. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, let's race little 125s. I don't want I don't want 250s. I don't want 400s. I don't want all that. I just want little 125s and just hit it. Mhm. 
<laughs> and just and like I think that would be the most fun in the fucking world. <laughs> oh, well, you lost. You chug two beers. <laughs> you know, wow, you sound just, like you're fixing to go hang out with the guys from Cleveland Moto. Um, I w- I've been there long before they were ever there. I don't care. No, don't care if that's have what you, they do. Have you heard their newest thing that they do? They do what's called the shoot and scoot. Oh, 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 oh! I've heard of. Uh, you know what? There's actually uh, running things that they that people do, like mm-hmm. actual like on the foot running. Yeah, they do those around here too, where they where they do the running, and when you get to this bar, you stop for a beer, and then you run to the next bar, and you get another beer. And well, no, 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 they actually do this around a track. So an actual like 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 imagine like a high school track. Mm-hmm. And they chug a beer after every time around. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> exactly. I hate it's, running. I'll just drink beer. It, it, yeah, exactly. Now, I used to be part of a group called the um, uh, the Hash House Harriers. Mm-hmm. It's actually an international uh, running group. Now, they call themselves a running... Um, a drinking group with a running problem. Okay. And the most, the most that they ever generally ever do is like a 5K. Mm-hmm. But you have to navigate markings on the ground to find your way through it. With a beer stop like halfway through generally. And then after at the end, everyone just gets together and they're just partying. It's a fun fucking group, and it's awesome. Yeah, you may not like to run a lot, but it's 5K. So what, three and a half miles? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's like three and a half miles. Ooh. But just for the fun of that. <laughs> and, and 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 it's awesome camaraderie. There are a lot of great people. Um, but it's a lot of fun. So if anybody is, uh, it, depending on where you're listening to this, the... The Hash House Harriers. Everyone thought it was like a uh, pot smoking thing when I first said it before. But it is an international running group, and it's been around for over 100 years. And um, if you work overseas or just over, like, away from your own home country or anything like that... um, Generally, um, your why can't I think of the damn name? Uh, your embassies. Mm-hmm. Somebody within the embassy is generally a part of it. Like it's really, it's really, really big with the embassies. Hmm. So I got, so I got to know. Like I lived in Mexico for a year. I got to know all the people from the embassy because of people from this. That's pretty cool. And so, yeah, no, it's totally fucking cool. And so, yeah, and you know, they gave you your own little "quote unquote" road name and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's 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 a fun thing to do. And a lot of times, they you know they do things for good causes and shit like that. And it's just a good thing to be a part of. Which I was meaning to do when I first came here to Nashville, and I started to, and then I got to just being like lazy 
<laughs> but it is what it is. There's lots of other things. I've got a boat, I've got a motorcycle, and I've got a wife and dogs. There you go. So, and a job. So, and a job. so that's a lot of things to fill up my life. So, sir, how are you doing? I'm here, man. You know, we're in the middle of um, renovating our house, getting ready to put it on the market, buying a new house, and I'm just ready for it to be done. Anybody who's done, you're in the middle of doing kind of the same thing. So, just a much slower. It's a much slower process for us. Mm-hmm. But it is there, yes. But uh, yours is yours is an expedited. Yes, ours is expedited, and it's been expedited up to the point where we think we're actually six weeks ahead of schedule. Ooh, like with the new house or the current? With the new house, which requires everything to be pushed up on the old house even faster. Well, that sucks. And then we have an asshole old dog that we're having to go get adult diapers for because he's an asshole well at least uses it (laughs) oh come on come on if anybody if, if anybody has ever had an old boxer they reach a point in their life where they just kind of give you the finger so we had the we had paint crew over here at the house and they were doing some stuff that we just didn't have time to do and some painting. So in order to make it easier for the guys working here and cut back on stress on the dogs, we took the dogs to the kennel and boarded them for a couple of days while the guys were over here working because the dogs that we have are very large and I don't want anyone to upset one of them where the dogs would get aggressive. Right. So we took the dogs to the vet. And we're at the vet's office, and of course, everyone knows we're doing the whole social distancing stuff. So take your dogs, go into the waiting room, stay there with them in the in the doctor's office and wait for the vet. And as soon as we have their kennel ready and their dog run, we'll come get you. Okay, great. And we go in there, and the boxer looks at me, and he stares at me, and he walks over to the wall, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, what is he doing? And he hikes his leg while he's looking at me and pisses on the doctor's wall. <laughs> I'm like you eat ass eat this hole. <laughs> Fuck you is what he said. Yeah, that's exactly what he does. And as he's gotten older, he's gotten more so with doing that. And now we're having new carpet put in and it's like, "Oh, okay, so you're going to be an asshole. Guess what? I'm going to be an even bigger one and you're going to start wearing diapers." Fuck that. I just close off rooms. And that's great, except for when you have kids who go, oh, but I want the dog to sleep with me. No. Then you, ah, ah. I remember as a kid, I got slapped for a lot of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No. Okay. Stepkids, you, you can't do that. Okay. Okay. Well, how about this? How about this? Um, invisible, invisible fence inside the house. I've thought about that. 
<laughs> We've thought about baby gates, putting those up and gating them off uh, into where the new flooring is, you know, the hardwood. And just going, no, you're stuck in this room. That way, it's easy enough for me to clean up. You've got dog beds. You've got food. You've got water. You have the attention of your humans. You're not being forced into a kennel for weeks on end. No, there's no need for this. Okay. And we went and got a baby gate, and the boxer looked at it and kind of got annoyed by it. And he went and laid back down. And the other dog, because she's dumb. Walk through it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Huh, there's this thing right here. Let me go ahead and move it. But why is this in my way? <laughs> Who doth protest to me protruding into this room? You can't tell me not to go in here. <laughs> I was thinking I was thinking more I was I was thinking more like um more along the lines of let's say Shakespeare. Yeah. Yeah. Who doth protest that I enter this room? <laughs> what, what what is that I bite my thumb at thee <laughs> yeah I kind of I'm I'm kind of familiar with all those I kind of prefer the t-shirts that say things like venture forth and fornicate with thyself <laughs> oh that's all good stuff oh that's great stuff Oh, that's all good. It's always good stuff. So, oh, anything else you got going on, sir? That's about it, man. You know? All right. Riding just a little bit, enough to keep the, you know. Keep the juices flowing? Keep the juices flowing, keep the bikes moving. That's about it. I hear you. I hear you. Um, I've been working. That's about it. Yeah. Other than the new boat, um, haven't really ridden too much. Been rainy, and lots of other things going on. Trying to get you know slowly working on trying to get the house getting get get ready for sale. Mm-hmm. Um, but apart from that, it's just you know it, it you know unless I really have a destination, I really don't like to just get out and ride because I find myself going down the same fucking roads. Yeah. I can, I can, I can get behind you on that one. It just, it's, it's unless I plan, unless I say, oh, I gotta go, I gotta go try this route. Mm-hmm. I really don't do anything. So, so I just don't do it. Eh, it's all right. You know what? It saves on mileage, and that just means I can sell my bike for more. <laughs> but at the same time, you know what? I really want to ride. Yeah. But either way, um, we'll figure things out. Um, looking to get a new job, possibly, for more money. Nice. Woo woo. Um. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'll let you know here in the coming time. Mm-hmm. How that goes. Well, good luck. Yeah. Well, especially with my wife, uh, I'm telling her to get the fuck out of her job, so she's going to end up having to take a pay cut. And so with me being able to take a pay increase is going to be very beneficial. Yeah, that'll kind of even things out a little bit. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. So God is good. God is great. And uh, I'm not going to doubt him. There you go. So uh, I guess, uh, well, we didn't have any sponsors for this 
for this time. So I got this toy that I wanted when I was six years old. You know, the, the, they started redoing the Evil Knievel toys. Yes. Yeah. I got one. Uh, the pullback the pullback motorcycle? No. The wind up the crank on the base and it shoots off and runs a hundred yards down the road. Oh hell yeah. Hell yeah. When the when we get moved over to the new house, I'm busting out the fireworks, the lighter fluid, and the fire and the ramps, and I'm launching this sucker. Because there is something cool about being an adult and having a child's toy. <laughs> and being able to do it all. Exactly. And nobody can tell me I can't play with fire. <laughs> yes. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and, um, and th- You need to rig up a system to where you line up your guns. Maybe get some blank cannons. Yeah. Yeah. And just start, and where you just pull a string as it's going by, and it just starts firing them off. I think I can make that happen. (laughs) Or some flash pots or something. I'll come up with something. I think that'd be awesome. Oh, it's fantastic. It's loud as shit, too. It's (laughs) annoying. And people are going to hate you, and that's even more worth it. Oh, yeah. Exactly. But yeah, um, I've wanted this thing since I was six years old. My parents saw it. I showed it to my mom and she went, no. And my dad saw it and he went, it doesn't really do that. That's not what they'll do. Well, are they still alive? Uh, Yeah. I was going to make a video and send it to him. Yes. (laughs) Said, (laughs) you got to be like, told you it did what it does. (laughs) Uh, not really an F you to your parents, but it's an F you to your parents. Uh, exactly. <laughs> it's a respectful F you. Yeah. Be like, you didn't want me to have this before. Well, now I'm old enough. I got it. Exactly. <laughs> well, congratulations on that, sir. Thank you. <laughs> I, I can't wait to play with it when I come down. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. We are going to bust that thing out. <laughs> we will get some we will get we will make a fucking cool ass fucking video out of that shit oh most definitely and it will be fun and it will be fun well awesome well I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm cool I, I'm cool too let's call it a night I'm going to call that a night myself. So, um, anything you'd like to say for last words, sir? Uh, Get some training. And see you guys at the next one. Cool, cool. Uh, For myself, I'd like to say, much like bikes, ride your own ride. When you get guns, get what you want. Shoot your shoot. Amen. Shoot what makes you happy. Just make sure you learn. Get that training. So until next time, everybody, here from Cracklecast, this is Bacon saying, Vaya con Dios. <laughs>